our Pashtun cultures has some pros and cons, some great things that we are so proud of, but there are things we need to change. So the strength of our community and our ethnicity is that uh, hospitality. We love to serve people at our homes and anywhere we find people. So we love to spend money on food for others as well, not only for us. So it's a very cultural thing. Second, I mean, I should mention courage to be bold and to be brave. Bravery, like if you find your brother, your friend, your village fellows in trouble, uh, in difficulty, if whether it is a natural catastrophe or something, human-made things. So you're supposed to stand by and to stand with uh, the people who suffer. So that is the other strength of our community. The dark side are the uh, poor and weak side, which uh, we need to address and which needs to be ended uh, because we are living in 21st century and uh, we need to change. One of the things which I utterly disliked and as I grew up, I realized that this is keeping half of the population paralyzed. It snatches away from women and girls uh, their potential to build their own lives and also to contribute to their community uh, was kind of gender discrimination. And you see the worst form of that thing is now in Afghanistan, like institutionally and as a government they have been all girls from schools, all women going to work, all women from going to public places. So that has a cultural orientation as well. Though it's changing, uh, Taliban is misusing that cultural stuff. But there is something culturally as well that women's segregation is one of the top priority of our ethnicity and community. Women and men's mingling are any opportunity where they come together that is uh, abhorred. But not only that uh, segregation, but also the discrimination. My five sisters did not go to school. And my father... And my mother's dream for me were so many dreams for this one boy. Like they yes. wanted to make me everything. Wanted to make me doctor and financial person, to be very rich, to be everything. They had many dreams for one boy, but they had only one dream for the five sisters to get them married as early as possible. And those were not just my parents. Every parent in that community had the same attitude and behavior and mindset about their girls. You very courageously, but also very um, ambitiously created a school which she became the head teacher of. I'm still talking about before Malala was born and then in her very young years. You you built this school. That was an amazing achievement. Basically, I believed in education. The most precious thing in my life because it changed my life. It made me the kind of person that I am. And I am so grateful that I'm so proud that the kind of person that I am. I pray to God that I stay the same for my last breath. I'm sure you will. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so the most important thing that education gave me were the values. Education changed my inner being. It made my inner being beautiful. And it gave me the values of uh, uh, love, respect, empathy, believing in equality, and respect for everyone indifferent to their caste, color, and creed. So this was something that I wanted, like, you know, Michael, more than me, like human community, human civilizations from centuries, they are working how to make this world a better place. People, uh, great scholars and uh, intellectuals uh, and ec- economists. So for me, like what I found in education, 
that how it changes individuals, how it transforms communities was amazing. So that was the reason that I was very committed and I was very passionate and I was a strong believer that one thing that I can use that can change my community, that can change my people was education and particularly girls' education. So the passion is amazing and really inspiring, Ziodin. But there's lots of people all over the planet who have a passion for something, but they find it hard to turn it into reality. You took that passion and then you created a school and you educated girls and boys to a very high standard. You had a community supporting you. There must have been a lot of hard work, even with the bricks and the mortar and the attracting teachers and all of that. You, you built a school. That's an amazing thing. Opening a school, it was not something special in Swat Valley because there were other schools as well. Uh, like my school was not first ever school in the Swat Valley. What was different in my school was the way I ran that school. It was not just a school that where girls were able to learn mathematics and science subjects and languages. It was a school which gave them the values that they should believe in themselves. They should believe in equality and they should speak up with respect. My education to them was that you are not things, you are beings, you are human beings. Nobody has a right to take charge of your life, even your parents. They should be mindful and they should respect your individuality and your being a human being. I used to call mothers and fathers and we had these gatherings and I wanted to hear from them and, they, and to share my views with them that how girls' rights and how girls' freedom and liberty should be respected. And I had a lot of trials and tribulations. I, I will mention one story. When I took uh, girls from school, some 80 to 100 girls to a picnic spot, a beautiful place, uh, 14, 15 miles uh, uh, from our school. And we had that uh, beautiful day and the girls played with water and they just walked in the nature. And next day, I saw there was a huge propaganda against me and my school and unknown people spread their posters in the community that uh, this guy is Yaudin, he runs an NGO and he is doing this evil thing. He's taking girls out of the school, out of homes, into the public places and uh, you don't know what do they do there. He wanted to create a conspiracy theory around that. When I saw those posters, I was shocked. And uh, when I went to school that morning, some of the girls were very uncomfortable and they were very scared. And then I gathered all the girls in morning assembly and I asked them that, you went to that place, did you do anything wrong? And they said, no, sir, we didn't do anything wrong. And I said, so why should you be scared then? I told them that, look, you are human beings like boys and men. And as the boys and men have a right to go out into the public place, to enjoy these beautiful forests and uh, rivers and uh, springs and uh, like the landscape, God has given you the eyes, all those five senses and all those things which a man and boy has. So why should you be stopped from that? It's your right. And no power on earth can stop you from that right. So I encourage them 